world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot with pathetic magazines. I guess you would call them. Yeah, I'm on an emotional Emaciated roller coaster. Magazines. I spent last week five days in Virginia at NRA board meetings where I sit on three committees, and I came back so energized. And then we saw the, what the uh, Third Circuit hit us with with the magazine ban case. So nothing like getting that wind knocked right out of your well, sails. A lot of people don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to elaborate now. Right. So I was down in Virginia at the NRA uh, board meetings. And uh, the buzz in most of the committees and with all the legal eagles is our Rogers case. And our Rogers case is a right-to-carry case in New Jersey. Uh, remember, now in New Jersey, we have the right-to-carry case, we have the Magban case, and then we have the Cheeseman-Gillard case, which is still at the state level. It's a trifecta. The trifecta, and unity and activism is key. So what's going on is... Three or four years ago, we had the Drake case go before the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court didn't take it. And one of the reasons they feel they didn't take it was the court, the, the conservatives on the court didn't want to take it because they knew they didn't have enough votes. But Dan Schmutter feels the real reason is is the splits in the court um, weren't as pronounced as they are now. So let me explain to you what's going on. So the, the NRA is funding three right-to-carry cases in three different district courts. And ours made it to the top of the list. We got a docket number last week on Thursday or Friday. Now, that doesn't mean the Supreme Court is going to take the case. That means they're reviewing the case. Yeah, they, they put it in inventory. Yes, and we could know in the next few months if they're going to take the case. And we could be down in D.C. in the fall and listening to the arguments and see what the Supreme Court's ruling is going to be. But here's here's the difference now. There was two cases in the District of Columbia District, which is a separate district all its life. Like we have the 3rd, 2nd, ninth, you know, all of the rest of them. So the D.C. Circuit Court had two right-to-carry cases. One was Wren, W-R-E-N, V-D-C, and the other one was Grace, V-D-C, that have happened in the past two years. Grace was the last one. Well, they're actually, you can get a carry permit in Washington, D.C. now. Because they're acknowledging that you can carry a gun on your person for self-defense as part of the Second Amendment. So Dan says we have a severe split in the courts now because the second, the third, and the fourth, 100%, those three district courts say you can't carry a gun outside of your home for protection. Absolutely okay. can't carry Regardless of anything yeah, outside your home. Correct. Unless you have, obviously, permit to carry or yeah. whatever. You know, no constitutional. And he says the Ninth Circuit mm -hmm. plays a little bit into it, but they allowed some levity. So 
He says that, and Scott has said this, Scott Bach has said this on the on the show before, that when there's such obvious splits in the court, you know, it's different where, like, one city or one state can pass a law that says you can't smoke on the beach. Right. So you're in Maryland, you can't smoke on the beach, and as soon as you cross into Delaware, you can smoke on the beach. That's, a, you know, they, they do little house, he calls them housekeeping laws and rights, mm-hmm. right? This is major. This is the Second Amendment that's being violated. So... We have a very good shot. Now, it's funny because I was listening to a lot of sidebar conversations out of just like where where the coffee area was or something. And I'm listening to these legal eagles that I don't even know about. And everybody's a buzz about the Rogers case. And it made me feel really good, you know. And the NRA financially is behind it. Coopers and Kirk is the law firm. Obviously, Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, Evan Knappen, David Jensen, Dave Capel, Dave Hardy, uh, Steve Holbrook, who argued before Heller and McDonald before the Supremes, mm-hmm. and won on both. They're all involved in this. And so that makes me feel good. So, again, I think I reiterated this a little bit last week, too, is don't, don't. Be negative. Let's 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 see what happens here. Support the NRA. Support the ANJRPC. Obviously, support CNJFO, uh, which matched five grand for five grand for the Cheeseman Gillard case. Support their case. Now, their case is still in the lower courts, but they hired David Jensen, who ain't no dummy. David right. Jensen's an extremely yep. talented, smart lawyer. We got Jay Factor doing grunt work in the background, and we have Mark uh, and uh, Gillard out there. The two guys are out there taking the heat by putting it under their name. And their case is not to get themselves carry permits. Their case is to change the law. And they're following a completely different tack than the NRA's Rogers case mm-hmm. is going. So you know what? Two is always better than one, right? Absolutely. Like with sure. flashlights, yep. slices of pizza, yep. jelly donuts. Well, Slices of pizza and jelly donuts, that's an entirely different category. Correct. Where never have enough. Correct. So so I was high about that, but then the other day we got uh, the Third Circuit. So what happened was we went before a Third Circuit three-judge panel for our magazine ban case in New Jersey, and the three-judge panel voted two to one and knocked us down. So Scott and NRA and Schmutter uh, petitioned to the Third Circuit, which is 12 judges, and that court is pretty much split six and six. So we knew the lower, the three-judge panel was two and one. We knew that it would be a hard fight, yeah. but Scott had hope for the six and six that we might have ended up finishing, you know, seven and five. Yeah. Uh, instead of six and six, because you just never know. One person might have said, well, the Constitution is not a you know living document that can be modified at any time. So, Oh, you, you pathetic man. So, <laughs> I know. Pathetically hopeless. Sorry. Hopeful. So the, the court en banc was denied for a petition for rehearing. So now this case is being queued up to so go that to the Supreme Court. So that the judges aren't going to hear it. No, yeah. the judges are not going to hear it. So now we're also going to send this one up to the Supreme Court. I don't really uh, – we'll get Scott on or Schmutter on in the future, but I really don't have hope in it because they've rejected other states' magazine restriction cases. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm willing to forgo this one right now if the Supreme Court would just take our damn Rogers right-to-carry case. Yeah, We can address this later on. You know, let's maybe another state, you know, maybe this fall for all the people that we know that don't listen to the show that didn't vote or get active or voted for free shit. uh, When the five round magazine ban is introduced, then maybe we'll see people get more active. Right. Yeah. When you absolutely positively can't get a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's next. Yeah. You know, you know what's next. 
Congress has been in session two days. Feinstein uh, introduced another um, um, another assault weapons ban. They're they're not going to stop. No, by the way, no. uh, if you think they're going to stop, they're not going to stop. Uh, the other thing is, uh, please save the date, March twenty sixth. It's a uh, march against Murphy. This is not an anti gun or pro-gun, or anti-magazine, or pro-gun magazine rally. This is a march against Murphy and his rich, repulsive socialist views and what he's doing to this state. Uh, anybody who's tired of high taxes, anybody's tired of about illegals being treated better than law-abiding citizens, and bail reform, and this and that, and everything and else. politicians and, having slush funds that nobody knows about. Correct. We are all going to be wearing yellow vests. It's happening in Trenton. Uh, a website is going up soon. We had somebody, this guy, uh, uh, Alan, uh, Alan or Adam, he volunteered for uh, oh, to, do, to build Excellent. a web. Or no, maybe it was Keith Kaplan. I think it was Keith Kaplan that the, the, uh, volunteered. So there'll be a site for you non-social media people. Uh, but on the social media site, it's interesting, like 4,000 people said they're interested in going already. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm willing to do whatever it takes I will be a point man. I will be the lightning rod of whatever you want. If we don't get 10,000 people, I'm not going. I want 100,000 people. Yeah, but if nice. we don't get 10,000 people, I'm not going. I'm staying home. Guys, let me know how it, did, how it went. Somebody can live stream it for me. But uh, this is it. This is the tipping point. Uh, any day now, they're going to be passing legislation that illegals can vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, free medical, free this, this free is exactly legal what services. They exactly, it's, you know, amnesty first, then the vote second. Because once the vote happens, you will never, you'll never recognize this country again. And unfortunately, both on the Republican and the Democrat side, they both want that. Of course, they do. Yeah. It's Paul all Ryan power. did nothing yeah. to help us sure. the whole time he was speaking. Well, because now he's going to leave and come out and go get work paid for the Koch back. brothers. Yeah, he'll, he'll be paid back by the the Bush family and the Koch brothers. Uh, millions and millions of dollars. You watch and see the the names of the companies he sits on the board of directors of that he is not near qualified at all to sit on the board of directors of, yet collect a big fat check. And that's what it's all about. Correct. So uh, a, a little public service announcement here. My birthday is February 10th, and as you would have it, the Saw Group, the Second Amendment women, are having an Atenzia Kali Pen and knife class combination, ladies only. February 10th, it's on the SAW website, Second Amendment Women. It's on their Facebook page, and it's also on the Gun for Hire site on Gun for Hire Academy. So the Khalis, the crazy Khalis are coming down, and the SAW group will be here taking a ladies only pen class. So you might want to check that out. Pen and knife, by the way. Pen and knife. Pen and knife. They, they made a new class for us. That's fair. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. 
The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain, and I'd sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try them out? So I went down there, tried them out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N.com. Anthony? Let me know when it's time to come back, Sandy. I did. Oh, I'm playing. Somebody gave me color forms. 
What? Do you really have color forms over there? Yeah, I can't I see over the forms. monitor. Yeah, I got color forms. Oh, my forms. God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Listen to oh, me. Uh, five years old. He'll never be six. And, and thank God for that. For sure. So that was Dr. Medallion. Yo, Brian Tans. Dr. Brian Tans. <laughs> calling Dr. Brian Tans. Calling Dr. Brian Tans. NewYorkSmile.com. NewYorkSmile.com. 210 East 68th Street. New York, New York. Check out the dentist extraordinaire in the New York metropolitan area. Support him. All of our sponsors. Go on their Facebook, Google, Yelp, uh, TripAdvisor pages. Give them five stars. Send them a message. Share it with your friends and family. NewYorkSmile.com. So I got me the first one. The first one. The first case of somebody with high cap mags but used their gun in a shooting. No. Yeah. This This is the first case now. The next case is going to be the person that yeah, yeah. that gets caught with just mere possession. Yeah, just just had a fire in your home, and <coughs> yeah. uh, there it is laying out. So this is breaking from yesterday. Garfield man, okay. Authorities upgraded charges to attempted murder against a 37-year-old Garfield business owner who shot a car burglar in the back before dawn. I, I saw the police oh. reports. He shot him in the side. Oh, okay. Okay. The press is... He'll he'll get a good lawyer. Uh, Omar Samida, he was a member of the Ranger, by the way, was carrying a Glock 19 Gen 4 handgun when he found 19-year-old Christophe Manon Velez going through his Toyota Camry outside of his home around 3.30 in the morning. So the way the press wrote it was he was, he carrying, was carrying his Glock. Gun. He yeah. came out of his house onto his property with his gun. Right. Okay. Manon Velez ran, and Samita fired three times, hitting him in the back. Record show. This, the, I, from what I heard from the details, uh, Velez ran towards him with a knife. And when Omar pulled the gun, Manon turned to flee, but Omar had shot already. Yeah. Uh, okay. The bullet, once it leaves the gun. Yes. Uh, and... <laughs> The fleeing Manon Velez made it to the McDonald's several blocks away on Passaic Avenue, where responders said they found him after being alerted by police. Is he dead? Uh, no, not yet, unfortunately. That's too bad. Okay. Omar, who owns and operates a moving and storage company, was charged with possession of a weapon for unlawful purposes. Because, again, remember, we own guns by exemption. Whoa, 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 whoa. He was charged with possession of a weapon for unlawful purposes. Yes. Protecting himself and his family. That's an unlawful purpose. He found the guy purpose. in his car. Yes. yes. This right. is New Jersey. And yeah. remember, what happens in New right. Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Quick news update for y'all. Florida is introducing legislation this week for one gun a month. Where'd they get that oh, idea? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, maybe all those cops and firefighters who left New Jersey and went down there and voted the same way that they did in New Jersey, maybe that they gave them the yeah, idea? Yeah, so gun Ooh. a month coming soon to Florida. Move, they said. You'll yeah, be safe, they you'll be said. safe, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So he was originally char- Omar was originally charged with two counts, plus one of committing what he knew to be a criminal act. He remained held Wednesday in a Bergen County jail. Manon Velez, meanwhile, remained under police guard at Hackensack Hospital where he's, the authority said it wasn't life-threatening. He was in serious but safe, uh, stable condition. Um, so he was charged, the shitbag was charged with burglary and confessed to other area break-ins. So nothing for him. It's just burglary. But yeah. Omar's in big poo-poo. And I, I'm going to tell you something right now. I do a lot of learning here. You never submit to an interrogation. Without legal counsel on your side. Knappen says, sack, remain silent, request an attorney, and do not consent to a search. So the first thing Omar, and I'm no armchair quarterback. As he says, sack up. Yes, sack up. (laughs) S-A-C. The first thing anyone in Omar's position should do is, when the police come, fully comply, and say, uh, 
your name. This is my address. So obviously, surrender your weapon. You, I put the gun down on the ground and stand yeah, over it when the cops come idea. and put your hands up as high as possible because they're coming to a gun job and they don't know who's good and who's bad unless you're standing there in your PJs with the teddy bears on them. But they still yeah. don't know because yep. I've talked about this with yeah, burglars that robbed houses in pajamas. Sure. And... Uh, what he should do, I don't know what he did in this case. I'll get the report eventually when it goes to trial. But he should have said, I'm not feeling well. I feel like I'm going to have yeah. a heart attack. Yeah, I have chest pain. And as soon as you say you have chest pain, shortness of breath, which you should get checked out anyway, because when your fight or flight reflexes kick in and that mm-hmm. epinephrine's cru- cru- cruising through your body, right, right, Sandy? Absolutely. There's a good chance you could die. Yes. So, And once they give you medical treatment, if they give you anything to relax you, none of that stuff you say is admissible anyway. Right, okay? that's very true. And there's, there's a lot of stuff that happens. The dynamics of a shooting, uh, right? One minute you're protecting your family and you're a hard ass, and the second later you shot someone and mm-hmm. you kind of feel guilty about it yeah because we're good people correct there's a there's a phenomenon known as the mark of cain yes. where some people feel like everyone sees them knows they committed a murder but what happens is when uh when you do something like that just like a little kid when you mo- broke mom's lamp or something the cops come to the scene and the first thing you might say to the cop was oh my god i didn't mean to shoot him or i i don't know what happened officer it all happened so fast i don't know what happened how will that play out in a court of law? Because that cop's body cam recorded that. Absolutely. Okay. Now, the good thing about body cams today, they record it with the duress in your voice. Yeah. It's not just written in a report, which is right. one-dimensional. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, but wouldn't it have been better if the police came to the scene and you said, yes, I, I'm the homeowner, and I came out and confronted him, and I, want, I, I need to go to hospital? And at that time, while you're getting checked out, you should have a lawyer. And you sh- I know we all want to help and we want to fill in the blanks, but you're not helping yourself. No, no. like that okay. says, there's nothing you can tell. Um, you, there's nothing that you can tell that cop. That he's going to turn around and say, oh, yeah, what the hell? Just go ahead. Fine. We're good. Correct. So you, This is not South Carolina. Correct. So you do not want. You do not want to say anything. You get medical help. You get legal counsel at your side. Now, I'm surprised this kid, Omar, didn't have hollow point in his gun, which would have been legal in his house on his property. But if he used him, if he was charged with possession of a gun for unlawful purpose, and he was charged with possession of the magazines. I'm going to tell you something right now about Omar. If... uh, if this other guy, Velez, survives, Omar is going to be in jail for 10 to 15 years. Yeah. 10 to yeah. 15 years. Well, this piece of shit is out robbing more Yeah, he's going, to be, he's going to be in jail 10 to 15 years. And this yeah. is how our society is backwards now. So a tax-paying business owner. Oh, yes. He's a business owner, right? Yes. Tax a moving and storage company. Yeah. Tax-paying business owner who's going to lose his company, probably lose his home, and lose his freedom. So here's a question for Governor Free Stuff and Attorney General uh, Grubel. If Omar was an illegal, would he be exempt from (laughs) all this? Yeah, I wonder. Because uh, apparently then he would be uh, pardoned uh, by the governor. uh, Or kept here, hidden somewhere. Yeah, probably. So that's the world we live in today. Again, a three-tiered system. So those are some tips. Never submit to an interrogation Never answer questions. Always request medical help. You should get medical help immediately anyway. And I'll tell you what, I, you should not let the cops search your house. 
if you shot them outside your house, you, they can, they're going to take your gun and whatever's on your person. Everything else stays in the house. If you tell your wife, significant other, or sister, or mom to get your wallet so you can go to the hospital, that's it. No, I don't want you in the house. You have a search warrant. Right. right. I don't, again, if he had ten more fifteen round magazines in that house, oh my God. that's another uh, that's another one hundred and eighty months in prison. Right. Okay. Right. You right, eighteen months each times ten is one hundred and eighty. Right, yeah. I'm smart. Right, <laughs> don't use a big word today. Sorry. So, so anyway, uh, this is how it works in states that violate your rights. In states where illegals and criminals have more rights than us, a law-abiding citizen. And you know, it's funny how people don't know how they're going to act. Sandy, he probably heard something outside, or he has an alarm, maybe right. silent or something, and he grabbed his gun and he ran outside, which was which would be most people's response to defend themselves or their family. And obviously, the the response in New Jersey is you're supposed to call a cop. Yes, yeah. You're supposed to sit and, in your house and, and, and call duck a cop. And cover and hide now, and cower. Now, and... now here's, the, here's the deal. Here's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. If Omar was in his 40s or 50s, if he looked outside, if his daughter was being sexually assaulted in the driveway by that shitbag, if he had shot him, he'd still be charged. Oh, of course. For everything. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, doesn't He'd have matter. to come down barehanded, and he'd have to hope that the bad guy doesn't have a gun or a knife to counter. Right. Okay, so this is how it works. We really have no rights, and the police have no duty to protect. We've gone through this a million times. Mm -hmm. So where are we at in our lives, in our world? There's no one left to protect us. And in a state like New Jersey and New York and California, our public masters want it this way. Yes, and and as is happening in Europe and is coming to uh, the United States, the people in the middle are tired of getting squeezed from both sides. Get your yellow vest, 10-pack, yeah. Amazon.com, March 26th. I'm sorry, Cindy, go ahead. No, you're absolutely right. That's where it's going. And that's about the only that's about the only recourse that we have, We, you know, at, the, at this point. Correct. You know, like you say, it doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't matter to them. Did you uh, see, you talk now, people in Europe are pissed off. Gun surges are up in Europe now. <laughs> well, that can't Gun be. Gun use surges wait, are up. Uh, wait, guns yep. are illegal in, in nope. Europe. No, nope. more and more people mm. are buying guns, and people are also buying guns illegally. Law-abiding no. citizens are buying black market Tell guns. Tell me it's not so. In Europe. Everything goes How full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's give up all of our inalienable rights and let the government protect us. Yeah. Oh, shit, the government's not doing a good job of protecting us. Uh oh! Let's get a gun to protect and ourselves. And under again. socialism, you need protection <coughs> from the government. <clears throat> Correct. Correct. Which I don't know. Somebody, a couple of guys, uh, many years ago, had that thought, and I can't remember who they were. Uh, I don't know. Bunch of guys you're ignorant. Wigs and stuff, you know. You know, powdered oh, wigs. The founding fathers. You know, I, oh yeah, those guys. I can't those remember guys, who they were. Yeah. I mean, they were all slave owners, right? Oh yeah, all yeah, bad guys. Horrible. Horrible people. So that's why you can't believe anything that they wrote down or said. Correct. Plus, the the, the Constitution is a living document. Of course. It's it's dusty, rusty, dusty old document. How much time we have left? Uh, We're not even halfway through. No, in this segment. Oh, in this segment? Uh, Just a couple of minutes. So listen, uh, Calandro for NRA... The ballots will be coming out the end of this month in your NRA magazines. If you do not get an NRA magazine, you will get the ballot in an envelope. Please read it fully. There's going to be 25 openings. There's 33 people nominated for the 25 openings. And then there's two of us that are running on petition. So there's 35 of us 
for 25 seats. Wow. Vote just for me. Find me on the ballot. Bullet vote Anthony Colandro. When we come back, I want to tell you about some, I got some uh, five by seven cards. Oh, remind me. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. For this segment, it's sponsored by Shooter's Gauntlet. Shooter'sGauntlet.com. It was sponsored by Five by Seven Cards. No, that's next. Oh. Shooter, we got housekeeping first. Right. Shooter'sGauntlet.com, where we train out to fifteen hundred yards. Jimmy has the long distance class that's for next year listed on the site already, and uh, check out uh, Shooter'sGauntlet.com and Monroe Town, PA. Bob Ramo is the shit. So. Everybody that signed, a few thousand people that signed my petition will be getting a postcard in the mail in the next week and a half, reminding them to vote and share it with friends and family for Calandro for NRA. But I also printed out 5,000 two-sided cards 
with all my endorsements and stats on it and Calandro for NRA. For, I'm going to be sending a shitload to, Chris, uh, to Cliff Toy and Gary Allison, who've been passing st- my stuff out in South Jersey. Me, Jimmy, Gary, and Kevin, the gunsmith extraordinaire, we're going to be bringing a few thousand to the SHOT Show to give out to our oh, friends great. and family members Excellent. and people in the booth. Anybody wants some? Email Anthony at gunforhire.com and say, send me 50, 100, 200, 300, whatever you want with the mailing address, and we will turn them right around. They'll be in in a couple of days, and we'll mail them out to you. I ordered 5,000. You know, I'm going to need about 80,000 votes. The reason I said bullet vote is because if you vote for Ted Nugent, you're just going to get him to 120,000 votes, and I'm going to need 80,000 votes to get the 25th seat, you know, where if everybody bullet votes for me – the highest person might only get 90,000 votes, and I'll only need 60,000 to win. That's the concept behind bullet voting. So Calandro for NRA. Now, yeah, obviously, makes absolute sense, it? Right, yeah, yeah, it does. Now, if you live in Texas and you want to uh, vote for your guy in Texas and me, that, that's fine. I, I'm a firm believer in that. But if you vote for all 25, now let me tell you something. Two million voters, voting members in the NRA, about 130,000 people actually vote. Come on, seriously? Two million eligible voters in the NRA and about 130,000 vote. And about 10% are stricken out because they were filled out improperly or they voted for more than 25 people. So it gets thrown in the garbage. <laughs> it gets shredded. Oh, my God. So now my name these is going to – people have guns. Correct. My name is going to be hard to find. They print out six different ballots. So you're going to have 33 people – with a really short bio with the NRA saying these are the 33 people you endorse, and me and Adam Kraut, our names won't be on there. Yeah. Okay? But we will be in the, in the magazine where they have the bios of all 35 of us. But if people look at the paragraph above the ballot, they're not going to see my name or Adam Kraut's name. Ugh. You understand? Yeah. Because we weren't nominated by the nominating committee. So find me and vote me and bullet vote me. Again, if you live in a state where you have somebody that's favored, he's been a board member or she's been a board member for a while and you support them, obviously do that. Okay? I'm going to be voting for six people. So, again, I love Pete Brownell, but Pete Brownell is going to win. Yeah. Exactly. He's on the ballot this year. So why waste your vote on Pete Brownell? Just give me one vote. Bullet vote me. So that's it. I is, wanna... is the ballot alphabetical? <coughs> no, they're, they're scrambled. Yeah. And there's so, six different ones. All right. So when we get, oh, boy. There's six different ones. So we can't even tell people, you know, the. Number six. Or number yeah, nine. No, right. you can't. There's six different ballots. God, it's random. Jesus. All right. Yeah. So it's an uphill battle for me. Uh, like I said, if I don't get on this year by petition, they have better they have better voting than the federal government. Does. Yes, yeah. if I don't win this year, which I really would like to win, then next year I'm hoping to get nominated. If I don't get nominated, then I'm going to retire from uh, this because I don't like to lose. To be honest with you, uh, listen, it started in California with red flag laws, Sandy, mm-hmm. and then of course New Jersey picked right up on that. So we have red flag laws. They they take effect September first in New Jersey, where you don't. Need Need any due process where a dentist, a veterinarian can say you look suicidal or you might have said something and you'll get all your shit confiscated. They'll throw you in an insane asylum and then decide they'll work back from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, take action, work backwards. The House Democrats this week introduced legislation to have a national red flag law. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. So now any. Social worker somewhere, you know. Anybody. 
Anybody. This is a nice end run around gun control. This you is a way. What, what that's going to do to mental health treatment in this country? Listen. They don't you, care. No, they don't care. Yeah. It's, if it saves one life. But, <laughs> but. How many lives does it cost? But. People coming over the wall, or where there is no wall, we have like at least 12 terrorists came in. It was only 12. (laughs) Exactly. The only way this is going to stop, and I hate to say this, but the only way it's going to stop is when when one of the terrorists sneaks across the border and takes out an entire city. Yeah. That's about the only time that somebody's going to stick their head up. Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, you've got so many sound bites now going around where, it, not, of course, not in the mainstream media, of these same people who are so opposed to the wall now all supporting it. Correct. And let's not forget that they all voted to build it. They just never did. <coughs> did you see um, Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida? He was sworn in, and the first thing he did was he got rid of uh, the Broward County Sheriff. Good. The coward. The coward of Broward. <coughs> well, uh, no, the, the actual coward of Broward is the, the cop who did the, cop. The, the, the class B officer that didn't run in. Yeah, and do you realize that he has just retired? They didn't fire his ass. They let him retire yes. on full pension. Of course. So with with everything combined, he's making over a hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. This coward. They couldn't. We couldn't hold him liable anyway because uh, That's right. public servants and That's stuff, right. they're exempt. Exactly. He fell under the uh, D.C. Washington versus uh, D.C. Yeah. He fell under that whatever uh, case that was where the, Warren the poli- V.D.C. Warren V.D.C. where the police don't have any duty to right. protect. Right. Right. Absolutely. So we're always, always, always getting screwed. Yes. I'm sorry. In the show prep, I send you Wall Street Journal articles. You're too cheap to subscribe. I'm sorry about I that. I don't read. I can't read. Oh, you want to talk about what happens in New Jersey? You could Does it stay in New Jersey? Read them to me. Yes, that'd be fine. So I'm in I mean, Virginia. I feel, I'm really I'm in the Fairfax now. area. You know I have ADD, right? No. Look, a squirrel. No. See, uh, so the NRA's headquarters is in Virginia, and yeah. Virginia has been going purple for a long time. Yes, it has. Well, their newly sworn-in governor in Richmond, Governor Ralph <laughs> Northam, announced a comprehensive package of legislation that he claims will prevent gun. Violence. Of course okay? it will. Guess what? One gun a month. Wow. Where did they get that I have from? No idea. Okay. Guess what's next? Hmm? Final protective orders and red flag laws. No. Yes. Oh, okay. Banning assault weapons. What's an assault weapon? Okay. We don't know. Prevent <laughs> children more. from accessing firearms. And a slew of other laws, the extreme risk Prevent protection Prevent children order. from accessing firearms. Well, guys, don't I'm, we do that now? Guys and girls that are listening, we told you, you have to stand and fight. We have to set a precedent. Mm. We have to show the other 49 states what it's going to be. I'm telling you, the yellow vest, it's, I told you, I'm libertarian leaning towards anarchy. Uh, it's got to get to a point where we're, we're enough of this already. Mm-hmm. There was an open carry rally in uh, Philly or Pittsburgh, Philly, the other day. Was it Philly? Philly? I, think, I think it was Philly or Pittsburgh. I don't remember. I'm so busy doing my own stuff. But Maybe there was Pittsburgh. A, yeah, may, but there was a rally there. And let me tell you something. What happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. You know, they did a whole report about the Parkland massacre, and they said that people should have been armed. We've gone over this a million times, right? right? But nobody reported it, no, interestingly. Me, correct. Meanwhile, our lawmakers keep trying to take our guns away from us, yes. the law-abiding citizens. Right. And they just keep enabling the criminals because they don't care. Right. They really don't care. They all live in gated communities. They all have money. They all have protection. And all of them can get a concealed carry permit. Okay? 
Guns.com sent out a great article that was uh, the Na- and the National Shooting Sports Foundation applauded a recent study of concealed carry laws that determined no- there's no connection between relaxed concealed carry laws and an increase in violent crime. What a surprise. <laughs> Okay, the data set used was complete with no missing variables, all right? And guess who he guess who was one of the main researchers? His name was uh well Larry Keane from the NSSF who's a board member who's a brilliant man by the way. He started CPAC by the way. CPAC by the way. So, uh I'm looking for his first name. It just says Hamill here. Uh Oh my god. Anyway, he is a member of Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. DRGO. Yep, DRGO. And he said he advocates for unbiased research focused on keeping guns out of the wrong hands, all right? And let me tell you something. This study went extremely, extremely well, and it was well articulated. But, yo, it's Dr. Mark Hamill. I'm sorry. You will not hear any about this in the mainstream media, obviously, because we all know the end run is just to ban all of our guns. But it was pretty interesting that between the Parkland Commission and what they're saying about gun ownership uh, and not attributing to violent crime, our socialist leaders, they don't hear it. They don't get it. They're on a one-track mind agenda. Yes. They will not stop until yes. we're fully disarmed, and we will fall one state at a time. Mm-hmm. And I believe New Jersey is one of the lines in the sand states now. Yeah. I, I really do. And if we don't awaken this sleeping giant, if we don't stop the infighting between people and who wants yeah. the glory, and I'm not just talking about local two-way groups. I'm talking about national yeah. two-way groups exactly. don't get along either. Right. Right. You know, you know where the, the SAF and the NRA have jumped together with like Heller and McDonald. They wrote briefs and JPFO wrote briefs in it too. Uh, that's what we have to do. So uh, if anybody doesn't subscribe to Backwoods Home Magazine, you can get on their uh, subscription. Dr. Reverend Kalkowski, she sends me stuff all the time. There's a great article written January 4th by my master, uh, Masad Ayub. Maybe you want to pick that up. We've got about uh, uh, 20 seconds. And I'll, I'll get into that in a couple of minutes. Meanwhile, I think we should remind everybody that if you uh, tell friends about the magazine ban in New Jersey. Oh, I didn't want it. Somebody's going to go to jail. Yeah. Please pass it around. Don't take a chance. Uh, you know, obviously, everybody doesn't know about it. Here's a guy who shot at the range. Here was he, he was a member of the range or just shot at the range and should have known better but didn't know better. Because most people have their lives, and they're going about their lives trying to pay the exorbitant, ridiculous taxes here in New Jersey. Correct. So please, uh, if you care about people and if you care about our own <coughs> rights, just let everybody know about this ban. fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square open the lid, and drop the shit bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, shit bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. 
Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Fall and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. And this segment is brought to you by Calandro for NRA.com. Share it with your friends oh, wait, and wait, are family. They paying sponsors? No, bitches. Oh. Uh, second thing is uh, restore carry Forget you heard that. NJ. Then. GoFundMe page, Cheeseman and Gillard. Come on, guys and girls. $50, $20, $10, $100. Don't be cheap. We, we need the help and support. Make sure you're a member of the NRA, ANJRPC, CNJFO. Support, donate, sign up for all of their newsletters and alerts, especially if you're not a social media person so you know what's going on. So Ayub wrote a story about uh, this 10-round uh, mag ban, and he talks about uh, – you know, Bernie, Bernie Carrick was on Fox News, the old police commissioner from New York during yeah, September yeah, 11th. Yeah. Bernie and I are good friends. We talk a lot. And it's funny because he sent me a message. He wanted some uh, bullet points on the mag ban, how it affects civilians and cops. And I sent them to him, and he used them on Fox News on Sunday morning, which was cool. And he thanked me. And uh, he, he pointed out that felons would, of course, ignore this additional felony and keep using higher-capacity magazines, and only the good guys and gals would be handicapped with less ammunition. The lawmakers quickly revised the law, supposedly to exempt cops, but the wording may not succeed in that goal. No one is more familiar with New Jersey gun laws than Evan Knappen, a warrior for gun owners' civil rights who discussed the imperfections here. He said what Carrick neglected to mention is that off-duty cops aren't the only armed good guys and gals in New Jersey. Common sense alert. Anyone with even a high two-digit IQ should be able to figure out that the local law enforcement has the best handle on local criminals and how to protect us all from them. If law enforcement has determined that pistols with high-capacity magazines are the best things to issue to protect the law-abiding citizens from violent crimes, it follows logically that pistols with high-capacity magazines might be just the best tools for those law-abiding citizens to use to protect themselves mm, no, from not violent here. crimes, right? So Ayub makes a very good point there. So it's good for the bad guys, but it's not good for the 
good guys. This is the world we live in today. It's complete backwards. Upside down, yes. So I got a quick letter, and I'm going to do learning, okay? All right. This is from Curion in Australia, okay? So do you read that upside down? No. Okay. So to Anthony and Sandy, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss of Winston. Let me tell you something. It's coming on a month now, and it hasn't gotten any easier. So. Yeah. <clears throat> he wrote, I have been listening to your radio show for years. I have been there with you every step of the way as New <laughs> Jersey and America continue to sink beneath the weight of all the crap. I just gave Gun For Hire Radio a five-star rating on the iTunes app. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It stated that I had not received enough reviews to provide an average. It, I saw your review. Thank you. Just letting you know, Kirion from Sydney, he wrote, P.S. Ready? This is Australia. I cannot own a gun for self-defense. I cannot own a semi-automatic rifle or pump-action shotgun. I cannot buy pistol ammunition of any type unless I own that caliber. For a handgun, I am limited to 38-357 or 9mm. Every time I buy ammunition, they record what I buy. Kieran, that's Australia. Uh, pretty close to New Jersey, just one we're, step we're, over we're the close, line. We're close, Kieran. We're yep. close. Australia's on my list, and Sydney's on my list, too, Kieran. So you might be seeing me soon. Uh, just dude, so you, you know. better move but, now. No. Uh, April, I'm going to Ireland for 12 days. And in October, I'm going to the Netherlands, Brussels, Belgium, Amsterdam, and all of that. Uh, doing a tour of all the small little countries in Europe. Because, you know me, I like culture. All the small little countries. Now he's pissing off well, people like in Luxembourg Europe. and Brussels and Hunter. Oh, yeah. Tiny. Luxembourg's beautiful. But those countries are tiny. I'm, that's why well, I'm, yeah, in 12 days, I'm doing like five countries. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not doing all 12 in like one day. <laughs> a typical a typical New Yorker type thing. Yeah. I'm going right, to give me a, a large Vente Espresso from uh, Starbucks and I'm out of here. You got a McDonald's yeah. here? Yeah. Ew. 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 Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Omar in Clifton. He went outside with his gun. Well, we had a case uh, in New Jersey a few weeks ago where home invaders made off with a victim's guns and Cadillac after forcing their way into his home. This was in Monroe Township in Gloucester County. Gloucester. Gloucester. Yeah, yeah whatever. There's a C in there. Okay. He answered the door sometime between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. on December 22nd. Now, this is a pretty rural part of the state yes. for those of yeah. you who have never been south crime of the doesn't Raritan go rural, River. right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so an unknown man forced his way into the front door, and a second man jumped onto the porch and pushed his way past both of them into the house, knocking the homeowner to the ground in the process. Both men pulled the victim into the home, and one watched while the other rummaged for valuables. One of the intruders found a handgun under a table, unholstered it, and pointed it at the homeowner, demanding his phone, wallet, and car uh. keys. After getting those items, the men shoved their victim into a closet and propped him against the door to keep him trapped. Several minutes later, they were gone, okay? They haven't found them yet. Now, listen to me. New Jersey Concealment Furniture, Dan Ingram, made mm -hmm. stuff for me at my house. He's going to be on How It's Made, by the way. Is he really? Yeah, yeah he's, he's on. Because he was in uh, a, a movie with uh, Bruce Willis with hidden, uh, hidden compartments. They used oh, okay. his stuff, and now he got on How It's Made. Great show. New Jersey Concealment Furniture. Makes I just saw Robert Barish, uh, Bob Barish, my old wow. friend, from, yeah, from Two Way Fighting from a hundred years ago. Uh, they make all kinds of concealment furniture. That you can also buy a safe. You can buy a, a digital safe. You can buy a keyed safe. I'm not a fan of biometric yet, but you can get that too. 
You leave a gun in a drawer, that's what happens. If you want to do that, get a holster that clips onto the belt. In New Jersey, we can't carry outside our home. But what if that kid had answered the door with the gun on his hip? Right. All right? Instead of, why wasn't it on his hip? Until you're ready Dude, to leave in the morning. you taught me that, and it saved my life Correct. at my home. Correct. Why wasn't it not on his hip? Okay? So this is what I'm talking about. You have to have the mindset. You have to look at your home. You have to look at the defensive nature of your home. So Omar ran out of the house with the gun. In New Jersey, in his best interest, he should have called 911. Yeah. And he should have waited. Yeah. He should have taken pictures of the guy with his phone or whatever and stayed in the house till the cops came on the scene. Now, and he should have stayed on the line that once the cops were on the scene, if they had apprehended the guy, he could tell dispatch he's opening his front door or whatever so he doesn't get shot because the cops might think it's the second bad guy coming out of the house. Right. Always what the problem is is us as law-abiding citizens, we don't put ourselves in that position where we feel like we're of the criminal mindset. Yeah, we don't think like criminals. Correct. So, But now the second one here where the mom and the son, they forced their way into the house. They took their stuff. They're lucky they didn't get shot with their own gun. Yes. Okay, so your gun should be on your person. If it's a grown son and a mom and you want to have a loaded gun in the house, then you should have it. And you can get a small gun vault or gun guard and put it by the door or the garage door. So before you leave, you can lock that gun up. Now you can travel legally to work or shop right or whatever. And when you come home, the first thing you do is ammo up that gun. When I owned the house at Whippany, I had a gun vault mounted to my workbench in the garage. And I used to pull into the garage and go over and press the four digits. The door would pop open. I would strap my gun on. And then I would walk through the house. When I was leaving the house, I would do the same thing. I put it in the gun vault. Mine was, by the way, it was a seven-shot revolver. It was a 686 plus mm. uh, Smith & Wesson seven-shot revolver, two-and-a-half-inch barrel. I had two speed loaders and two Bianchi speed strips in there. And I also had a flashlight and extra batteries in there. Very nice. Okay. You could do something like that. You could yeah, do you could put that in one of those, tiny, in those uh, small gun vaults. Correct. The little tiny one. Now, if you have a house or an apartment, if you go to Dan at New Jersey Concealment Furniture, man, he's got things that hold flags. He's got things that, that are pictures. Yeah, he's got yeah. nightstands. Yeah, he's got, he's got bookcases. He's got mirrors and everything. Yeah, you'd never know. Okay. so But but the best option is to have the gun on your hip. Mark Cheeseman posted something about that, too. Like, you know, some guy knocked on his door looking to use the phone or some yeah. shit like yeah. that and you know he's talking behind the door and he's got a gun on his hip you know yeah. and then the, you know if the door cracks open a little more and the bad guy sees the gun on your hip all of a sudden they change their demeanor yeah. and tone <laughs> yeah. right they, they become, become real friendly cordial and, <laughs> yes so and you're you can do that that's not called brandishing no it, brandishing is going outside and flipping your up your jacket and, right. and saying, you see that? You know, like flip, right. let them see it. But if you answer your door, if you were watching TV with a T-shirt and jeans on and a belt and you had a thirty-eight on your hip, that's not brandishing. Right. If you walk to the door, you're legally allowed to do that. So there's a lot of errors here, and it all comes down to planning. The, the cure-all, the panacea is not to just buy a gun and throw it in a drawer. That gun should not have been in a drawer in right. the living room. Right, exactly. In a holster. Yes. How many times we talk about this? This is the biggest problem. People buy a gun, they say, quote, for self-defense. Then they, they never go to a range. They never dry fire the damn thing. They shove it in a drawer, and they expect that somehow through osmosis, when something bad happens, everything will click into action, and you'll be like the cowboy from the Wild West. Correct. No. Now, let's go back to this house on North Beecham Road in Gloucester County. How's that? Was that it's good? Very good, sir. Good. Why did he open the door? Right. Let's go back to rule number one. 
a strange person at the door. Why did you have to open the door? Right. Why? Because we always let our guard down. Yep. So why the hell did you open the door? The door is locked with a deadbolt. You look through the peephole. You should have a nest or a home camera right. in the front or at least signs that you have cameras. Hi, can I help you? Yeah, our car broke down. All right, I'll call 911 for you. You yeah. can wait outside. Right. By the way, I have cameras. Even if you don't, yes. just say, by the way, I have cameras. That will help. Yeah. They're going to go somewhere else. Yes, and you call 911 immediately and you stay on the line. Right. That will open the door for anybody. Right. So the kid cracked the door open. The guy pushed his way in. The other kid was hiding on the side of the porch. Yep. So he could be seen through the peephole or That's the window. Right. That's right. And he'd pile on the rabbit. And then after, put him down on the ground and find their gun. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway. Listen to me. We have on February 10th the knife and pen class. Women only. Saw group. We also have a Great unisex class. class. I think class. it's on February 9th. I'm not sure. Check it out. Same thing, pen okay. and knife? Yes. February, yeah, I think so. It's on the Gun for Hire Academy site. We have Urban Pistol 123, Urban Carbine 123, Urban Shotgun 1 and 2. We have Urban Carbine Tree coming up uh, at the uh, Woodland Park Range January, uh, I, I don't even know. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and we have some more stuff in store. And Shooter's Gauntlet shoot out to 1,500 yards. I'm going this year, and I'm ziplining and shooting. I like that. I yes. Wanna, I want to be there to watch you zipline and shoot. I'm not going to do it because um, I don't want to visit an orthopedic surgeon uh, nor a neurosurgeon in, in the near future. And, and, and a quick ending, more thank yous. A lot of my employees and a lot of my customers and supporters reached out to me for Winston. They also bought me gifts. Uh, Crystal, Cy, and Kylie bought me a challenge coin. Asia and Nancy up front bought me this beautiful crystal thing, which I put on his... Um, you know, a little shelf in his room and everything. Those things are gorgeous. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody for uh, everything you did for me. It's it's bittersweet. So, uh, but uh, thank you all for that. And Winston was the man. I aspire to be him. Yeah, uh, don't we all? <laughs> I'm done. Calandro for NRA. Let me know if you want some of those five by seven cards. Nice. All right, well, the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. We love you guys. On behalf of my host here, Anthony Calandro, and our missing Winston, we wish you a very safe and happy week. See you again next week.